Hey everyone, this is Paul and Taylor Johnson with the Bible Revival Podcast. We're so glad to have you guys listening today. We are so excited for what we feel like the Lord has laid on our heart to talk about today. Um, This has been something that the Lord has had to root out of my heart deeply and still I'm a work in process. Um, Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah. God is a God of process and we are people of process with him. So we're going to be starting in Galatians 1.10, which says, Am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. Wow. If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. This is some strong language. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that people-pleasing can get really thrown around as like, oh yeah, I struggle with that. But people, um, including myself several years ago, didn't understand like the depths of um, issue that that brings when we're concerned with pleasing people more than we're concerned with pleasing God, which if we really want to break it down, means that we idolize what people think over what we think of the Lord, what we think he's worth, the worship he's worth, all of those things. So what do you think when you hear this verse, Paul? Yeah, it's interesting that pleasing people actually disqualifies you from serving the Lord. Yeah. And I think that's so often um, pleasing God means upsetting people. Yeah. If you look at the prophets, if you look at the apostles or the writers of the New Testament, um, if you're going to speak truth, it's not going to be popular, and you're not likely to be popular. Mm -hmm. You're likely to be hated and despised and slandered and lied about and possibly even murdered. And that's why you have to have it deep down inside of your soul who you're pleasing, who you're serving, what you believe, because the opinions of people are, um, there's a multitude of them. Uh Everybody has an opinion about their opinion. And, um, you know, in today's world, it feels like truth is the new hate speech. And, um, you know, you will share your convictions or your passions. And um, I know sometimes when I speak about the body of Christ or shifts that I believe the Lord has shown me need to take place. You know, people just tell me basically to shut up and keep it to yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, so you, you're, you're, I heard somebody say once, if you want to make everybody happy, don't be a leader. Wow. Um, and I think that when you uh, step forward in any form of leadership, whether it's in your job, your your family, um, you know, your church or wherever, uh, that you do sign up for trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and your trouble is with people because um, to please the Lord oftentimes is to displease man. And, um, you know, there, there's a lot to be said about this issue, but it really is something I would encourage people right off the bat. You've got to go to the Lord in prayer about this. Mm-hmm. You've got to deal with why you care so much about what other people think, mm-hmm. because often it's a lack of affirmation uh, by the Lord or, or, you know, in our hearts and receiving the love of God that we need the approval of people because deep down we don't actually feel like we have God. 
God's approval and uh, we need people to affirm us because we lack affirmation from the Father himself. And um, it, it's really, it, it, I think people struggle with this stuff deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor, what do you think? Yeah, I think one of the really important things in this conversation is just the exposure of people pleasing because like fear like control like these issues in a lot of our lives it's so normal to us that we don't even see like the havoc that it wreaks in our life and um i mean honestly if you are super concerned with never upsetting anyone you are not gonna go far in the kingdom yeah like it is not possible i mean this is written in the scripture if i were still trying to please men i would not be a servant of christ like we just we can't tone that down or you know we have to wrestle with it and say okay so if i'm still trying to please men am i truly a servant of christ and take that before the lord and like you were saying paul asking like God, why am I so obsessed with what people think of me? Why am I so concerned by it? Why do I find my identity in what people um, say to me, say about me, all of these things? And, you know, we really have to just lay down our reputations on the altar and not pick them up again. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of the life of Jesus. Yes. And obviously, we see the whole picture. And, you know, obviously, he's the son of God and he raised from the dead. And it's like, yeah, come on. He defeated death. He's the Messiah. He's the best ever. But, like, in the midst of it, he has all these religious leaders. Okay. We see them as the bad people. We see the Pharisees as the bad people, but they were not. (laughs) They were the religious leaders of their communities, which I know they kept the law and stuff, but I'm sure, you know, people respected them and loved them and honored them and all these things. And they're after him. And they're like, there's no way he's not real. He's not, you know, he's blasphemous and all of these things. And he never defends himself. I mean, that is just legitimately mind-blowing. Like mind-blowing i mean when people speak poorly of me or paul or our father's house or our kids or whatever i mean i'm quick to want to tell them what i think (laughs) i mean clearly that's the flesh and not the spirit but that's what rises up in me and we look at the life of jesus and he knew everything perfectly and he doesn't defend himself i'm like what so Jesus this is so convicting. <laughs> yeah. So Jesus as the perfect leader, as the model for all leadership and Christ likeness and how to live your life gets crucified. Oh. Because yeah. he pleased God to such an extent. He fulfilled the Father's will so perfectly it got him rejected and despised and killed by men. And Jesus makes this chilling statement in the gospels to his disciples, but he warns them, he prophesies to them, and he says, there's a time coming when people are going to kill you and think they are doing the will of God. They're going to be so deceived. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, you have to have a spiritual lens and paradigm for life. Mm -hmm. People do get stirred up by spirits. They do get, um, you know, when jealousy and envy and gossip and hatred and unforgiveness and when people's hearts 
just get polluted and and their soul becomes a sewer for the the enemy their mouth becomes uh, lips of accusation and they begin to fire arrows and it hurts and it cuts people down and tears churches apart or marriages you know they're they're um inspired by hell Mm -hmm. and that's where you have to have a firm conviction about who god is about what he's called you to you know i I think especially um for people that are in ministry or perhaps you're listening today and you feel called to ministry um you need to have this stuff like ratcheted up tight inside of you because if you are going to serve the lord in um an increased capacity in any way whether that's full-time ministry compensation or you're going to be an elder a deacon a pastor a leader at your church um if you are listening to people and and you can be talked out of what God said um, you can actually disrupt the plans of the Lord in your life and other people's lives and people will try to talk you out of doing the will of God and oftentimes they're the people closest to us they're the people that love us the most um, they're the people that um, selfishly can't even see that their motives aren't God's yeah. um, almost like Peter and mm-hmm. Jesus has to rebuke him and say get behind me Satan mm-hmm. because you have your heart you're, you have your mind set on the things of man yeah. and not of God. And so um, th- this has to be like really, really clear in your soul. And I, I just sense by the Spirit of the Lord, God bringing conviction upon people who are listening right now, that there's a, a, a work. I see the Lord uh, turning over some stones that are, are um, laid flat that need to be looked under and examined. Because um, honestly, people pleasing is the path to misery. People pleasing just flat out sucks. It is a horrible way to live your life. It is it is a terrible feeling. It sets you up for disappointment after disappointment and disaster. It sets you up for failure because you can never make everybody happy. Making one party happy upsets another. Making that party happy upsets another altogether. And it's like you, you get in a swirl of trying to bounce around and, and make people happy rather than just serve the Lord, please God, and let the chips fall where they may Mm -hmm. live your life with courage live your life with boldness be filled up with the love of god to the extent where the rejection of men doesn't have a hold of you and you can really just be sold out for christ and that's where i do believe if you're not sold out you will sell out and you'll sell out to the opinions of people and to pleasing them yeah so at all the different transitions of our life there have been a lot. <laughs> Not that many. No, okay. Um, how many of those transitions have we had people angry with us for the decisions that we made? Probably all of them. Yeah. And how many times were those people that were angry with us believers? Oh, all of them. Yeah. So I just want to expose and like bring to light... like following the lord and doing what he is asking you to do like people's hearts are good they're not trying to make your life hard but like people do have selfish ambition you know if the lord is or selfish motives not maybe ambition but like 
the Lord's asking you to move or something, like the people where you live probably aren't going to be on board with that if you're loved. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so just recognizing like signs of being in the will of God doesn't mean that you're at peace with every person in your life. Like, yeah. That's not a good litmus test. In fact, Jesus actually said, Woe to you when all men speak well of you. Yes. And this is an unpopular verse, but he's actually he's explaining that if everybody likes you, you woe to you because you're you're not serving me. Yeah. You're definitely being cowardly. Like yeah. there's no way you're confronting anyone in love and in the truth if everyone in your life but love has been so perverted that people think you know if there's a conflict or there's an issue it's a lack of love and there might actually be a conflict because of the presence of real biblical love yes because real biblical love will cause you to um, make peace Mm -hmm. rather than keep peace and sometimes making peace looks like broaching the subject Mm -hmm. and revisiting the issue and resolving conflict and health um, before the Lord. Yeah. And I just like, just stand firm in what you believe and don't waffle back and forth. I mean, we're seeing fruit at our father's house of like family members and all these people that, you know, certain the, you know, person's been coming for years and their family hasn't come. They're finally coming around and, you know, the consistency of walking with the Lord, not perfectly by any means, but consistently walking with the Lord has ministered to the hearts of these family members. And now they're coming and now they're coming out of lifestyles of sin. And, you know, like just testimony after testimony that is like mind blowing and just like makes me want to cry. I'm so grateful to the Lord that he is, you know, bringing salvation to entire family units but it came from someone not being worried about pleasing their family and being solely concerned about pleasing the lord and at the time i mean we're talking like blow up family fights not like Mm -hmm. oh i don't really like what you're saying like things that seem like this could ruin our relationship forever but the lord was faithful to their faithfulness and now they're you know, coming into the kingdom and not saying that every single time there's an outcome like that, but like we'd have to be faithful to the Lord and then let the Lord do his work. Yeah. So Proverbs twenty nine twenty five says the fear of man brings a snare or lays a trap, but he who trusts in the Lord will be exalted. I think it's interesting that these concepts of the fear of man and trusting in the Lord are in opposition to one another. And so the fear of man lays a snare for us because it entraps us, it stalls us, it gets us stuck. And so I think it's important to even unpack people pleasing and distill it down into it is the fear of man Mm -hmm. and it is us fearing what people think it is us valuing the opinions of others more than the thoughts of god it it actually um uh, this might hurt, but really the, the fear of man is idolatry. Yeah. And we, our heart is orbiting around and circling around the opinions of others more than it is the thoughts of God and the will of God. And we have to be broken out of our idolatry and into true worship mm-hmm. unto God, which is to do his will. So you were talking about, you know, people didn't want us to move 
you know, to Indiana. Uh, people wanted us to do other things. People wanted us, they didn't want us to start a church. People, you know, all, all the transitions. And so um, it, it's important. You, you have to do the will of God. Now, I want to shift real quickly and make sure that we have um, uh, kind of a, a, a well-rounded discussion about this because you need wise counsel That's and good. you need people in yeah. your life who are going to hear God with you, not 100%. for you. Yes. So Paul and Taylor Johnson are not encouraging you to say, I've heard God, thus saith the Lord, yes. and forget what everybody thinks. I'm just going all gas, no brakes. That that feels like rebellion. It, and, yeah. and that very much can be, you know, we live in a time, especially in the spirit-filled church, where, you know, you just say God. God said, and then it's like, what What do I say to that? Uh, yep. I mean, you, you know, you have people like, well, the Lord told me to do like, okay, mm-hmm. well, if the Lord told you, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get in the way of God. But if we had more humility and we would say, hey, I think that the Lord is, has maybe been speaking to me about this and you go to trust people, hey, what do you think? And you know that their heart is for you mm-hmm. and not against you. And then at the end of the day, you do have to discern. Mm-hmm. whether it's God or whether it's man. But I think being around people that desire to release you into the will of God and send you and bless you and honor you and um, serve you if they can in any way, that brings a safety where we're not encouraging people, hey, I'm not pleasing man. I'm just going to please God and I just do whatever I want and I and I play the no. God card. Yes, so um, I, I would actually encourage people as uh, little as possible don't play the god card mm-hmm. um i even in our marriage i i don't you know hey the lord spoke to me and this I, that's that's not mm-hmm. humility that's not you know i think when you realize that we are actually prone to miss it that we are self-deceived and that we need help discerning what the will of god is and and doing that with a full heart um you know it, it's important that uh, to me anyway that people know we're not saying do whatever you want. Yeah, that's very, very good. I just wanted to second, like we, every decision we've ever made, we've had like fathers and mothers and leaders who have blessed us and who have seen and agreed, like, yes, we believe this is what the Lord is calling you to do. What we were speaking to was, we didn't have a hundred percent backing from everyone we've ever met. <laughs> And so you're like, and that's so like you can't live with trying to please everyone you've ever met. It's actually impossible. You're for real. What Paul is saying, like your life is going to be miserable. Yeah. And you know, I just think about people like you have to get a conviction for your life. That way, when you you know your family or your friends or whatever, like, oh, why don't why aren't you doing this with us or this or that? That you're like, well, I know what the Lord has called me to do, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And you have conviction in your heart to stand boldly on what the Lord has asked you to do. And it's not just a, I'm being blown about by the wind and I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, asking the Lord to help you to have boldness and conviction about the path that he has you on for your life. Yeah, it's so good. So in conclusion, the fear of man lays a snare, but you have to trust in the Lord and you'll be exalted. So don't fall for the trap 
of fearing man, of serving their opinions, serve the Lord. I want to pray for our listeners today, just that people would be delivered, because I really have a burden for this. Uh, Father, I'm asking right now in Jesus' name that you would deliver us from people-pleasing, that you would save us from ourselves, that you would help every person who's bound up and trapped in the fear of man. God, I ask that you would liberate them to do your will with boldness, with confidence, with courage, with humility. Father, I pray that you would liberate captives who are uh, struggling to please everyone around them and feel like it's their job to make everybody happy, Lord. I just pray that you would remove that heavy yoke, that you would liberate them from that burden that you've not called them to carry. And I pray for simplicity and purity of devotion and heart and walking with you, that they would keep it simple. I just feel like there are even people that might be confused used in your life right now about what to do because you've got uh, too many voices in your head and you need to hear God and obey. You need to be faithful and diligent to mine his heart, to seek his heart and to hear his voice. So God, I just pray that you would set every captive of people pleasing free and that you would help us to know your will and to do your will and to honor you and to worship you with a full and undistracted heart, Lord. Lord, we love you and we thank you. Set your people pleasers free in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.